With so many stories of strength, perseverance, and life-changing journeys, I knew I had to help share the good in the world. My name is Christine Petrella, and I'm fortunate enough to host a podcast where I can speak with guests who have made such a large impact in their communities by giving back and being so generous to causes that need our attention. My next guest is Anthony Dactilero. He's the founder of Group Greeting, which is an online digital greeting card provider used by over 10,000 workplaces, including 80% of the Fortune 500 list. The concept is pretty simple. Choose a card, ask people to sign. You can get one person to sign, thousands of people to sign, and you send it. Again, seems simple, but the impact of each card sent comes with a give back. Group Greeting takes a portion of every card sent and puts it towards planting trees in areas hit hard by deforestation and wildfires. And they have a goal of planting 1 million trees by partnering with OneTreePlanted.org. Anthony, thank you so much for joining me today on the Give Back Model podcast. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Christine? I am doing very well. We have a little bit of a time difference. You are on the West Coast. I am on the East Coast. And right before I hit record, we were chatting a little bit about our morning routines, which are very similar. Getting the kids off to school, making our tea and coffee. <laughs> yeah, and on, on this way to, the, to dropping the kids off, I asked my kids, I said, hey, you know, I'm going to be on a podcast. Do you guys have any uh, recommendation? Or like, don't be nervous. Stay calm. Stay cool. You got this, dad. So I was like, cool. Oh, that is the greatest. Yeah, when the kids give you the boost of confidence, it just makes it all that much better. And it, and we'll get to this, but my my kids actually had a question for you that we were talking about at dinner last night. So I'll bring that in when we talk. But the idea of Group Greeting, which is your company, is a digital greeting card um, for all occasions. You started this around 2009. And for what I understand, this is all stemming from a package that you received. So Anthony, tell us a little bit more about that package. What was in that package? Yeah, so one of my best friends, uh, Rob, he was turning 30. So this is you know roughly 2009. And uh, I got a package in the mail and it was like an album, like a, a scrapbook. And in it, it was instructions from his uh, girlfriend, now wife. And it was basically, hey, it's Rob's turning 30 and find something, write a, me- write a message, add a letter, add pictures, anything just to make it fun, just like a, like a card that you do around the office. So I literally put in like a, a stub of the first Giants game we went to. Our favorite movie was Fight Club, put that in there. And then we packaged it back up and then mailed it to the next person. And so this snaked its way through the USPS, you know, through many friends. I forget how many signed it, but at least 30 people signed it. And then what he got is this album of all these messages from his family and friends wishing him a happy birthday. And I was like, this was awesome, but it was totally inefficient. I was like, man, it was just like, (laughs) I was like, how can we do this better? And this was 2009, you know, even back then I was like, how do we do this digitally? And so that popped up in, in my mind, like, we can do this digitally. And so that's how, you know, the idea of group greeting was born. Also, how long would that take if that's going to 30 friends? I mean, I know when I have to send something out in the mail, I'm like, oh, I got to go get a stamp or I got to go to USPS and get this weighed and sent out. I'm usually procrastinating all of that. So how long did that project? I mean, that must have taken months to get everybody to return it. Yeah, my guess is it took well over a month. I'm, I'm thinking maybe like six to eight weeks, but uh, yeah, it was it was a long time. And <laughs> if you think about it, in, in the office, it happens the same way. People do cards and it, it takes a long while, sits on someone's desk and like, where's the card? So the same thing. And so I was just, you know, trying to figure out a way to make it digital. So before, I mean, let's talk pre-pandemic and maybe before this idea came to light. How did you see gratitude and inclusion expressed in the corporate workspace? 
Yeah, so I was a manager for many years and, you know, had lots of uh, one-on-ones with uh, with my uh, direct reports, but also with my managers. And I think the thing I got out of that experience the most, you know, and having great managers and not so good ones is just uh, the simple act of showing gratitude or giving good feedback, good or bad, just that showing appreciation. I mean, that just goes so far with people, myself included, being the receiver and the giver, just telling people, I appreciate the work you're doing, vice versa, that goes a long way. And so I think it just all goes back to gratitude. And so that really helped inform the power and the magnitude of sending a card signed by multiple people that just saying, hey, we appreciate you, you know, happy birthday or happy work anniversary, et cetera. You had the idea, you had the efficiency, you had the plan. What background do you have to kind of leave your corporate job? And I, I guess I just assume you you were working a corporate job at the time. So what was the background that you had to say, I can do this as an entrepreneur, I'm going to lead this journey? Oh, wow. Um, I think I've always had that in me. I mean, I was one of those kids that would uh, buy uh, candy at a discount at Costco and sell it on the playground. Or in high school, we would do fundraisers and car washes, but I kind of treated it like a business. And there was just always this thing in me that like uh, had this the business entrepreneurial aspect. You know, by the time I got to the working world, you know, and I got married in 2007, after six months of, of being married, I was like, hey, my wife, Stephanie, I was like, I'm going to quit and I'm going to do a startup. And uh, that was a shock. But, you know, she was amazing and she supported me. And I started 10 different websites and pretty much all of them failed. (laughs) And uh, I I learned a lot in the process of each of them. And there was a ton of different websites. But anyhow, we had an office. It was all self-funded. My wife was the stable one working and, uh, you know, health insurance and all that good stuff. And we put all them all our money into this these businesses, and again, all of them failed. And then um, the last one I started, we were by that time we had closed down our office. There was only me and a developer. We were working out of a Starbucks for about a year and a half. That's when that was two thousand eight, two thousand nine. That's when the idea for Group Greeting came, and it was that we started it. And it was right away. It was uh, people were using it, buying it. But uh, later that year, my wife found that she was pregnant, and it was like okay, this is not enough money to uh, let alone pay for gas, but like pay for the bills. And we decided, you know, she was going to, she wanted to stay home and I had to get a job. So yeah, like you're saying, I did have a, a corporate tech job in San Francisco. So that was 2009. Fast forward to 2018. This is nine years later. Every year that, that last site that I created out of a Starbucks was still like, you know, it was growing 100%, 200% every year. And by the time I turned, uh, you know, this is 2018, I was about to turn 40 and I still had that unfinished business of being, you know, wanting to create a successful business. And I asked my wife, I said, I want to do this. I want to quit. And it was at that point I decided to go all in. We had saved a a decent amount of money for um, a down payment. And we decided, you know, I I recruited my wife. I said, hey, I want you to do this with me and because she covers She does a lot of things well that I don't do and vice versa. And so we decided that uh, we would put all of our resources into this business. And uh, I think for the next, you know, 18 of the next 20 months, we grew it month over month. By the time it was February 2020, we literally had like, I think, $2,600 left in our savings account. We were like, how are we going to do this? And then, of course, March 2020 happened, the pandemic at least here in San Francisco, shelter in place, I believe it was March 12th. And 
everything else after that just took off. We, we got lucky, and, but it was as a result of that came the, you know, what we're doing. And that's whole, probably the reason why I'm, uh, I'm talking to you now. Yeah, that, that's a lot to unpack. And what I, I want to do is just dial back a little bit to the beginning, to the start. And I'll go back to what you originally mentioned is you were buying candy from Costco and selling it. And, you know, you're very involved <laughs> from a very young age. Were your parents entrepreneurs? How did you even become so interested in wanting to see that, make that dollar, see that profit? No, my parents, uh, at least growing up, they weren't entrepreneurs. My dad was uh, in the Marines. Parents were divorced. They, he was traveling all over, you know, Korea, Germany, Japan, stationed in different places. And my mom was single, single parent mom, three kids. But she was a hustler in her, in her own right, making, you know, sending us to, to school and just making it all work. Yeah. So when you met your wife, was she in a similar mindset as in, you know, you tried one website, it didn't work. Was she saying, keep going, keep going? Or was that you that just kept pushing and pushing? I think to her credit, she was always super supportive. She just wanted me to be happy. And she knew that I would not be happy unless I achieved this goal. And so she always supported me no matter what. So yeah, it was just, it's her, it was her mindset and helping and supporting me. And then I think again, back in 2018, I was just like, okay, I think I just need your help. <laughs> <laughs> you gave it. That's awesome. So, but since there's no physical product, this is essentially a pandemic proof. And I, I, I hate saying that because I know so many people are affected by it, but this is essentially a pandemic proof service that you offer. I know a lot of companies have jumped on board and supported you, which explains why in 2020, your year-over-year percentage growth was over 4,000%. What was it like to see that number? And what did that mean for you and your family after all those failed attempts and all that hard work you put in? There was a lot of emotion. I mean, it was really validating, but also it was just, it was that overnight success, literally from March 12th, it was day over day highs for the next month. It was an overnight success that took like, you know, 10, 11 years to happen. But also you have to imagine on the personal side, it was, you know, COVID. It was taking our kids from school in person to, you know, Google Classroom and like Zoom meetings, everything. And then just just the whole world shut down. I think uh, there was a stat. It was one out of 50 people were working from home before the pandemic. And then it, when the pandemic started, it was one out of three. And so all those people were at home, not connected to the people they're seeing every day. And at the same time, there's birthdays, there's things that were going on and uh, work anniversaries. So they still wanted to celebrate. So they searched out on the search engines and found us. And we were only one of only maybe three or four people who were offering it. And it just kind of took off from there. Because you're getting recognized by probably global recognition at this point from Forbes, Fast Company, Refinery, New York Magazine, MarthaStewart.com. I mean, these are all massive accomplishments. What are they saying about your company? Yeah, I, I think they're, what we say is that gratitude and, and sharing appreciation matters. But again, it's, it goes back to that simple thing, passing around the card to let your employees know that they're appreciated. It's that simple thing. And then that coupled with the give back that we do in uh, planting trees, you know, there's millions and millions of trees that get cut down every year to produce a paper greeting card. But by doing it digitally, you, you're efficient because, it, you know, it's way quicker. Everyone can sign at the same time, but you're not cutting down any trees. And so I think it's both of those. We've heard that, you know, we work with over 20,000 companies and we, we've heard that from many of them is that they really, really appreciate that, you know, our service is uh, digital first. So you're hoping that everybody kind of stays at the remote home workforce? Is that something you're hoping for? <laughs> yes and no. I mean, I think 
even back, uh, I would say 2018, I think what we're seeing now, I think is this is where it would eventually head to, whether it's 2030 or 2035. I think we just, you know, the pandemic accelerated that and then pulled forward. We're just living in 2030, 2035. I think it was heading towards that because if you look at, you know, every five years, there's more and more people working remotely. But, you know, to have it all in, you know, basically everyone do it overnight was, uh, crazy for everyone and a lot of disruption, but I think uh, we're all adjusting. I, and I think there's going to be the hybrid. I think that's probably where it settles, but who knows? I mean, it's really, your guess is as good as mine is in terms of what happens next. Yeah, the only major news article that I've read recently is I believe Goldman Sachs is starting to request, or I should say demand that their workers come back. I don't know if we're going to see many following suit. I can see in the finance industry, how they want everybody together. They want everybody sitting back in those offices. But I think for the most part, a lot of companies are embracing the remote workforce and they're starting to learn how to adapt to that. And it's very important, as you've said before, with gratitude and just showing inclusion is is having the ability to sign a card for someone who might be in a different country or a different state or even down the road that you're just not going to see anymore. I know when I've suffered um, either a loss or I've celebrated something in my life, a greeting card, it has someone's name on it or all of my colleagues' name on it. And it means the world to me. And I think it's a key differentiator in your business that you're able to say, okay, here's 30 people I need to sign this. And I want to know, on, you know, I looked on your website, I, I want to know when this is signed and who this is going to. And I think that's really going to, well, it has set you apart from a lot of your competitors in the marketplace. And another thing, which is why we are talking today, is your phenomenal give back. So let's talk about your choice to partner with One Tree Plant. Yeah, we, I mean, the process of trying to find, uh, you know, a partner, someone good like One Tree Plant, it, it took a while. There's a lot of people who will help uh, plant a tree for you. And again, you know, we want to double down on on this, the whole eco-friendly and, you know, being digital. And we're like, why don't we just plant trees? And this was back in 2019, uh, November. I think we, the first time we we planted 48 trees the first month. And this was before the pandemic, before it, the demand surged. But we thought, you know, as business owners, this really is our chance to make a company whatever we want. And we wanted to stand for, you know, making a difference, not only in, in the lives of, of the companies and, and the customers we work with, but also the environment. So we we're like, let's just do it. Like, who cares? whether we succeed or we don't succeed, at least we tried and we tried to help the environment. So we, we found uh, One Tree Planet after looking at, I think, about maybe six or seven organizations, and they were great. We love the, the founder, Matt Hill. We found them and we started working with them in November 2019. Did it mean something to you in your past? Did, were you always really involved in wanting to give back to the environment and to help save vital ecosystems. What was it for you that drew you to Matt Hill and his team? I think around that time, it was, you know, maybe over the last five or 10 years, it was, I'd see a lot of documentaries and getting more, you know, I have kids now too. And so it's like thinking about, you know, not only now, but the future and what we do now and how climate change and all that and seeing all these documentaries and also seeing companies like Tom Shoes or like Rothy's, companies who are, building into the business, whether it's the recycled plastics or just giving. And like that to me was uh, super important. And again, I think it always boils down to gratitude and just being able to share appreciation, giving back. I wanted it to have uh, relevance to our business and planting trees is something that is, uh, you can see it, you can feel it. Where ours is digital, this we could actually see, feel, touch and take part in ourselves. So that's how it came about. 
That is really neat that you say that, that it's, you know, your product's digital, but this is something you could see. And I think whoever, shout out to whoever did your marketing on this, but your mission is tied into your plan. So when you go onto your website and you lay out the different plan options that you have, everything from sprout to forest is such a cool concept. So who gets credit for that plan design, that marketing design? I think it was a team effort on that one. I think we were just banding around ideas. We wanted to incorporate and just kind of immerse the user, like letting them know, even on our pricing page, that the sprout, sapling, you know, grove, forest, it's just, <laughs> we wanted to incorporate the, the language into what we do. So yeah, shout out to my team for that. Yeah, and I, I can imagine your larger clients. So you service some of the, I mean, was it Facebook? I saw on there, Boeing. So who are, who are some of your larger clients? What's their draw to group greeting? Yeah, so we work with more than 80% of the Fortune 500. So just you name the company, we're working with them. Uh, Nike, Apple, Facebook, Netflix. So I, again, I think the draw for them is we are able to help them share appreciation amongst their employees. And a lot of these companies are working remotely. And there's a, this thing that we, we like to talk about you know, internally and talking to our customers. There's this gratitude gap. So in big companies, again, there's already, if you're working remotely or in large teams, there's already you get that sense of, of anyone working in the corporate world. Like we're like, does the company really appreciate me? Is my impact noticed? And so I think when you go to fully remote or hybrid teams, that gap is widens. And so I think many of those teams, especially in the last year and a half, have really tried to figure out what their strategy, how are they going to change, evolve and improve? And I think where we fill up, you know, it's a very small thing, but again, I think it again has big impact. Name one thing that everyone does together, signs and like gives to one person. It's it's very few things. It's a simple thing, but I think it's it has a lot of power. So what is your current impact and what is your goal when you are marketing and talking and encouraging your employees and encouraging all of your clients to really get involved in group grading? What is your goal with One Tree Planted? Yeah. So again, we started November 2019 with 48 trees. Every quarter we've increased that. You know, we've planted over, I think, well over 125,000 trees so far. And uh, I remember in 2020 telling my team, you know what, let's do a million. It just, you know, it just seems like a, a big number, but we were like, no way. We're like, no, let's just do it. Like that, just build it into our, our plan. And like, you know, over the next few years, let's get to a million trees, hopefully sooner. But yeah. So our, our goal is a million trees. And hopefully after that, set it the goal way further or way higher. That is awesome. Because so that was actually the question my kids had. We were talking about the trees that you planted and how your goal is, to, you know, one million as it's established on your website. And my daughter, she's five and my son is eight. And they said, well, wait a minute, how old am I going to be when they get to a million? And will we be around when they get to a million? And I said, the way that they look and the way that they're going now and the way that they're increasing their sales every year and the visibility to this company, they are going to hit 1 million soon. So I'm excited to see that. And I also think it's a good, it kind of coincides with the mission and the goal for One Tree Planet. I see that they also have the million tree challenge. So yeah, they, they're going to blow by that. They have one of the coolest websites I have ever seen. And as the need for reforestation is global and ever-changing, 
they feature trees that need, or they feature areas, I should say, that need our help the most. So if you go onto their website, you can choose the amount of trees you want to donate. And you can also, it's your choice to choose where in the world you would like to plant those trees. So North America, Latin America, Asia, Africa, Europe, Pacific. I mean, the, the possibilities are endless. But what I thought was neat is when I started to play around with their website and add things to the cart, it suggested, how about we plant these trees where our team feels they are needed the most? And I think that was really neat because you, you were very interactive with the site. You were able to give the donation to where you wanted it to go and not just say, hey, here's my money. I hope it goes to where you're saying it goes to. Well, their mission now, I mean, I, I met their team in April. They're, it's like something more like 500 million. It's something crazy over the next year or two. So it's a lot of trees. Now, how often do you work with that team? How often do you collaborate with them and, and work with them on education for you and your employees? You know, every month we, we uh, make donations to help plant trees. But like you said about their model and the way they do things, you are able to pick where you want. You know, we planted in 23 countries and in areas hit hardest by uh, wildfires. You know, so we planted in, in Australia, Northern California, the Amazon rainforest, Kenya, the Philippines. So just, they do it everywhere. And they're the experts at this. But not only that, they also give you a certificate. So uh, it's, it's something simple. And, you know, hey, uh, Christine, Anthony, you've planted 20 trees. And that's something tangible, something that you could look at. And then not only that, they send you updates. That's another thing. They're able to track with drones and send updates. And there's a live map. And so just love how they do it and why they do it and I'm happy to be a partner with them. But, you know, we were able to participate with them earlier this year during Earth Day. And we got to ourselves got to experience planting in our own backyard, basically here in Golden Gate Park here in San Francisco. Their whole team came out for Earth Day and it was 300 volunteers planting trees. Uh, it was amazing. How has this impacted you and your family when you are more conscious of the supplies you use, the maybe overordering of paper supplies? I mean, you now have this business that's all digital and you're really supporting this nonprofit organization that is trying to plant trees worldwide because of forest fires or devastation. So how has this changed your family's day to day? It really has changed the perspective, the outlook, and in a lot of our actions. I mean, we have two trees in front of our house and they have a lot of leaves. And this is not something I grew up with. Like, and I remember like cleaning those leaves like the first few months when we moved in. And like now it's a different experience. It's like this tree is here, not only providing oxygen, but like shade and all this stuff. But like it is now part of our, our house. And it's like, I can't imagine like not having, <laughs> not seeing these beautiful trees, but everything just from, you know, composting or do we really need this or like how things are packaged? Uh, it's definitely something we we are way more mindful of before kind of changing our mindset. And, uh, you know, that takes time and then takes educating yourself, but also educating your family. And I think I'm hoping we're, we're trying to do a good job of passing down these kind of values to our kids. You're right. It is our job to do that. And as I mentioned earlier, the website is so plentiful of information. And anytime I learn about a new organization or anytime I learn about a new way that I can help my community, I always want to know the stats behind us. So I know you've listened to the podcast and I know, you know, I'm all about the stats, but something that really stood out to me when I went onto their website was 46% of the world's forests are already destroyed. And that is a devastating statistic. So anytime I want to send someone a card, I'm not having to run to the store. I'm not having to go through hundreds of cards. I can use your search tools. I can send it to whoever I want, wherever I want, add whoever I want onto it. 
But even more shocking is the U.S. has less than 5% of the world's population, yet consumes more than 30% of the world's paper. So just knowing that, and I, I learned that the past couple of weeks after learning about you and your business, and I think it's something that all of us need to dial back and really think about how we're contributing to that. And um, planting what has been destroyed is now, you know, on the top of my list of things to make sure I look out for. Another thing I will mention is every 1.2 seconds, man destroys an area of the forest the size of a football field. Wow. Right. And so I, I want to add my personal opinion about that stat. I mean, I was shocked when I read it. But I couldn't help but think all the goods and products that I use daily, and it all comes from trees, paper products, magazines, toilet paper, and there is so much more. So to be able to partner with a company that really recognizes that as a true value and something we need to look out for, I mean, it's very valuable and you guys are making a huge impact. So I've been on your website. What are you looking to do over the next five years? Not not so much more of the impact with the trees, but how are you going to grow your business? Because when you grow your business, then you also be able to grow your impact. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, we've done a lot of, uh, you know, since we've experienced so much growth in the last two years, and, and now you can kind of see how the hybrid is kind of going to shake out. I think the, the thing we are trying to do and do at least every month is talk to our customers and to really, I think, again, they will lead you where they want to go and just getting the feedback of what types of things that they want to see with our cards or like, I would say like in the last year or so, them wanting to add gift cards to their things. So again, less plastic and having it all digital. I'm not sure if you ever experienced it, whether it's someone's baby shower or someone's leaving or whatever, and then getting contributions from everybody, everyone <laughs> either giving cash or PayPal or whatever, whoever's organizing it has the brunt of that kind of that burden. And so we're able to do that now. Not only can you sign a card digitally and socially, but you could send one link out and other people could contribute to a gift card. So that was just talk to our customers, getting the feedback, hearing it, and then just building it into our product. So I think we'll, you know, always customer centric, but, you know, like you said, we are going to, we really want to uh, increase and figure out ways to accelerate the planning, especially the stuff you just said about the football fields and stuff. man, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's scary, but um, I'd be uh, a fool to say, I know what's coming with what's going on in hybrid, but uh, I just know if we just keep talking to our customers that they're going to help us tell us what they need and we're going to deliver on that. Now, over the past 13 years that you've kind of been cultivating this, what would you say your biggest challenge has been? Wow. 13 years could be a lot of challenges, but... <laughs> I would say, can I do two? That's short? <laughs> no. I, I would, the, the two toughest things I think is uh, focus. I mean, there's a lot of everything. With a smaller team, there's a hundred different things you could be doing. But the ones that are going to help you grow, that's going to help the customers, that's going to lead to more growth. I think there's, there's a smaller set. So I've had to learn how to be a lot better at saying no and not just trying to do the, the next shiny thing that for a week or two. It's really just hunkering down. What are the goals or the objectives for this year or this quarter or for the next 90 days? And getting the team to rally around that and then just executing and just forgetting about all the noise and just focusing on that. The other thing I think is uh, just patience. I can be impatient. And so those that's why I'm saying it, they're kind of related, but it, it's tough. In 2009, if you told me that it would be that I'd be where I'd be at, I'd be like, no way. It really did take uh, patience and knowing that it was going to take a while. I mean, it's kind of like planting a tree. You know, you put the seed in the ground, you give it water and you give it the right sun and soil and et cetera, but it doesn't grow the next day. 
right? But what it's doing, if you're consistent and you're watering and whatnot, it's growing its root system and that that's going to propel it to grow one day. And I think that's what, if I had to talk to another, uh, someone who's starting out, I would just say patience and focus. Patience and focus. I think that's something we all need to work on. (laughs) And there are, so I have some friends who are so incredibly patient and I study them as I see them with their kids or as I see them, you know, handle something at work. And I really try to take a lot of who I am today from friends of mine who, who have those skills and wherever I am lacking, I, I hold tight those friendships because I just admire them and look up to them. And, and patience is definitely something that I think all of us are working on. And <laughs> not everything is going to happen with uh, a quick snap. And, and we all need to know that. But I'd love to know what has been the most fulfilling part of this journey for you. Your journey's not over. I mean, this, this book for you has just started. But what has been the most fulfilling part of it? I would say just uh, the success and the growth that we've had you know, since March 12th, being able to just, you know, again, 2018, when I went and decided to come back to the business, is just having the courage to do that and then it paying off. I think that has been the, the most fulfilling part. Lastly, it's just being able to have the impact that we've had. Each card has anywhere from one message to, I, I think the, the most is we've had 2,500 people sign one card. So we've sent over 65 million messages through these cards. And I think having that impact and you know that 99.9% of those were all positive, encouraging, well wishes, feeling that is, is very gratifying. I'm just trying to think of who might have received a card for 20. Do you know? Do you know? I'm not asking for a specific name, but how 2,500 people. I don't even know that many people. Who received that card? That one was for um, uh, someone on Twitter. Oh, actually, close to that. Uh, it was like 2,300, but the, the, <laughs> he ran for president, uh, Pete Buttigieg. He got a card uh, from uh, someone put it on Twitter. And then that card quickly, I think it got 2,200 cards. Also, during the, the height of the pandemic, uh, there was a card sent out to Tony Fauci that was, you could look for it online, but from a lot of uh, the colleagues saying, hey, you're doing a great job. We appreciate you, you know, because he was taking a, a ton of flack, you know, everywhere. And so someone sent him a card and uh, I had a, a quick uh, correspondence with his wife, Christine, I believe her name was. And she said that when they got the card, they read it and they cried. And like, you know, this is stuff that you're reading in the newspaper or on, you know, watching on TV and like our little company in San Francisco, it's reaching people. So those, those are just a couple of stories, but you know, a card again is powerful, especially when you're, when you're remote and you're not together. That's nice to hear those stories because not always do those stories filter up. Sometimes you get the feedback on your website, but if you received any feedback from anyone, maybe a, a card that someone received, like you just mentioned that it brought someone to tears. Is that feedback that you receive often? Because I, I couldn't imagine myself going to a greeting card place and thanking them. And I don't know why now it's more front of mind to that's something I should do is thank a company that did something very nice for me. But do you receive that feedback? Is that something people come back to you with? We get it every single day. You do. We have a, a, a feedback loop where like, you know, the card creator or the recipient, like they could send us feedback. One that sticks out to me, uh, this was July, 2021, a woman, she had just gotten mar- uh, married and she said, she wrote back, I love your service. I did not cry during my wedding, but I cried when I got the card from all of my coworkers. And that was the only time she cried because it was so powerful to receive all these messages from her coworkers about her big day. That is so cool. And I need to take notes from her. 
to go back to you guys and recognize how big of an impact you made on her life. What a cool story. And that's probably another, I can imagine just such a satisfying part of your job is knowing that things that you do on a daily basis are getting recognized and you are, you're making people cry every day, Anthony. That's <laughs> 100%. Was that the goal here? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a pretty emotional guy myself. So I, and I, again, it all goes back to gratitude. So Imagine me being able to, uh, just those one-on-one conversations I had with some of my coworkers, whether it was my boss or uh, direct rapport, having those real conversations about appreciation and gratitude, those one-on-one moments, and then just being able to do that for a lot of people and helping facilitate those conversations. It means the world to me and I love my job. That is a very awesome thing that you do. And so if I go on groupgreeting.com and I order a card for someone is my donation automatically heading over to onetreeplanet.com or are there extra steps I need to follow? Can you walk me through how my how I do that? Yeah, uh, whether you're buying a plan or you're buying a single card, we take a portion of that and then we uh, make a donation every month and every month we're increasing our donations. And so, yeah, it's seamless to you and, and we're getting closer to being able to uh, like one. We're taking note from One Tree Planted. I think it's not only important just to write the check, but also to make it more transparent you know, how those donations, where they're planting. And so we're going to be sending out updates and newsletters kind of detailing a little bit more about our impact. But for you, the consumer, every time you make a purchase, we're putting part of that towards planting a tree. Phenomenal. You're doing great things. Is there anything else you would like the listeners to know about group greeting? No, not really. I mean, maybe the only last thing, if if you're a founder or you're just starting out, whether you're pre-revenue, don't have a technical founder, or you're just in the throes of trying to make it work, just know that um, patience, focus, and you know, if, if someone like me can make it, you can too. So keep going. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. I know it's early in the morning for you, and I appreciate all your time here on the Give Back Model Podcast. Anthony, you are awesome. Keep doing great things. Any of my listeners who want to send me a group greeting, I would love to receive one. <laughs> and hopefully I'll start sending them out to everyone soon. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Christine. After speaking with Anthony, I was left with an overwhelming desire to keep pushing forward on my business ventures, my dreams, my community givebacks, this podcast. I hope you felt the same way too. I mean, for me personally, it was very refreshing to hear someone be so open and honest about how we had 10 failed website attempts and kept pushing forward. I know myself, once I try something once or even twice, I get very frustrated. And like he said, I need to practice more patience with moving forward, but he's just such a great example. And just thinking about how his family was down to only $2,500 in their family savings account in March of 2020, then COVID-19 hits. It forced a majority of the workforce to work from home, which in turn skyrocketed the demand for digital greeting cards. Because of this growth, Group Greeting has planted over 125,000 trees across six continents, and their goal is to plant 1 million trees over the next few years, if not sooner. When considering how vital forests are for wildlife, natural remedies, medicines, climate control, I mean, so much more, it definitely helps me shift my mindset for being more aware of how I shop and which companies are out there making a true impact while providing such a heartfelt service. Head over to groupgreeting.com and use the code THEGIVEBACKMODEL for 50% off your first card. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of The Give Back Model. Please head over to your listening avenue of choice and leave a review, like, subscribe, follow, and check out our website, thegivebackmodel.com for more episodes, show notes on each guest, and the Give Back Model merchandise where $5 from every hoodie sold goes to charity. 
I appreciate all your support and continue to help give back to your community.